Hello. You're listening to KSKQ 89.5 FM, Ashland, Oregon, and KSKQ um, Translator in Medford, um, 94.1 FM, Medford, Oregon. And you're listening to Bum 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 Dream Infringement. squad of four friends. Adara, Spiffy Burns, that one's me, Bobby, Chico de Gallo Castillo. That's Jennifer. me! <laughs> that was more of a me thing, oh. not for everyone to jump in, but <laughs> I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> Jennifer, the scheduler, Woodside. Is this mandatory? Because that's me. <laughs> uh, you have to sell it a little bit harder, It's Jennifer. me, folks, everybody! <laughs> Oregon, here I am. It's me. Mm, that was a little over the top. <laughs> you asked for it. I delivered. Don't complain with the delivery. Sorry. And Emily, the four-eyed evader and back to Bang's wonder, Ooh. Castillo. Ooh. That'd be me, folks. <laughs> yeah. Someone. Wow. I like your southern drawl. <laughs> did a little something with their hairstyle, and mm-hmm. it's looking did. pretty good. Aw, so. thanks, you guys. I know. It reminds and... me of the old times. I think you, you were banged. I when think I first so. <laughs> I was banging. You were banging when banging. we first met, so it's a, it's a little nostalgic for me as well. Aww. Yeah, Thanks, it's so nice. Changes are changes are afoot. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like na- nature and genetics has gifted Emily with like a very perfect forehead. Like oh. she she doesn't have like wow. a strange calic with the bangs that's noticeable like she can go without bangs and it looks good yeah, she can she have can bangs, the bangs. <laughs> yeah she, she can have them i'm not hiding anything i'm <laughs> not hiding a high forehead or low forehead it's like a perfectly symmetrical balanced forehead like, i am hiding my forehead sweat though oh. i was part of it was like maybe my bangs will just absorb it oh yeah and then it won't trickle down my face like a built-in sponge oh, thing that was right. why i had to stop having bangs <laughs> oh. just like they would absorb the forehead sweat so my forehead wouldn't look as sweaty but my bangs would always look wet oh no so the bangs backfired <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bummer. indeed yeah yeah anyway we like to tell stories and play songs based on a weekly theme we do mm-hmm. The theme is Emily's bangs. I'm so sorry. I tried to make it. So do we introduce the theme first or do we introduce the new segment? We don't need to introduce the theme for the new segment. Okay. All right. right. So roll that beautiful segment. Should I explain a little bit first and then you can play the intro? Um... Sure. Whatever sounds better. Whatever is more... Let me just do a little explanation. Okay. We're doing a new segment. Um... Contrary to popular belief, we are all friends <laughs> after this hour. <laughs> People don't believe that. No, <laughs> prove it. Prove that you hang out when you're not in the Actually, show. I'm friends with everybody but one person in this room, and you have to guess oh, no. who it is. We're, we're getting off. I'll keep you from having to guess. It's me. We're not friends anymore. No, no, no. We're, we really are friends. Yeah. I die for, I insecure? would die for all of you. Okay. I would die for all of you. All That's right. how so good friends that we got are. That escalated. We really like each other and we have a direct message, message going oh, on Instagram. And it's a wonderful thing. It is. It is. Just like whatever random plots or articles or things that are happening drama like drama drama and so like the burden isn't on just one person to have to <laughs> respond and have a reaction like somebody could be like i'm really tired i, I don't have the energy to deal with this like obsessive mm-hmm. brain thing that's happening and but you have like then three like a few other people to like kind of yeah you know to take over mm-hmm. yeah so um 
this is what we're going to share a little snippets of what we've talked about throughout the week on our direct message. It's a direct message from Dream Infringement. Roll that beautiful bean footage in the form of an intro. Okay. <laughs> Listen up, I'm gonna tell you what happened this week In a private conversation between you and you and you and me From dream infringement to you All right, that music is the uh, cue for us to start the new segment. I would first like to say that that song was homegrown and... <laughs> just fabulous <laughs> like do you have a record deal is something coming not yet producers not yet <laughs> i'm talking to you kanye west oh oh <laughs> all right but he was pointing at me when he yeah. said that. apparently i represent kanye right I now you were making us producers <laughs> <laughs> all right so the first thing that happened last week was that Adara made us an official podcast? Wow! I don't know how she did it. I still don't understand don't how that works. It, it, it involved technology, radio magic. Yeah, she's <laughs> still not going to tell us. <laughs> I guess it's job it's security. Better th no, it's better that way because I don't. I don't want to have to like understand it and think about it. I want to keep up the mystery and just like have you guys love and need me forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's I good. think you're locked in. <laughs> I think I'm gonna try to like um, send something into like uh, into Wikipedia uh, about how to build a podcast, and then you just like wave your fingers over the keyboard because that's Wait. what I'm imagining. That Adara gave me another idea that we should make ourselves a Wikipedia page. Mm. Can we do that? No, because then, <laughs> then we can have I mean, like crowdsourced. Why not? <laughs> Bobby Castillo, no. the early years. I don't want my story. <laughs> or career. Better yet, discography. We can have our fans make it for us. Oh, that's right. It's up to you all to make us a <laughs> fan page on Wikipedia. Do it. All right. So if a person wanted to, because I'm not telling you what to do. You know what? You know what's going on. Yeah. If a person wanted to, they could go on iTunes, subscribe uh -huh. to our podcast mm -hmm. yeah. under the same name. It's Dream Infringement. Nothing has changed. But what if I subscribe, but and I really like it, and I just do it? Can I just like yell it out my door or window? Like, I love this podcast. It's so great. You can do that. You can also rate us, review us, oh. then start our Wikipedia page. <laughs> As a new podcast, your reviews mean a lot to us getting exposure and having the opportunity for more people to enjoy this show that you love. Mm -hmm. So if you do love it, then maybe think about sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so the next thing was that Jennifer found an article about a dead sperm whale that washed ashore a Canadian beach and the major got majorly creative. <laughs> the mayor? Major. Oh. It was mayor. <laughs> mayor. That was the mayor a typo. got majorly. <laughs> I was like, I don't know Canadians and their fancy terms for things. <laughs> that was actually my first question because oh, yeah. the text did say major. <laughs> I was like, is this town an army base? What's happening? Well, that's good. No, Canada. <laughs> they, Canada they do. They're like, they you say like marks instead of like grades. So, I mean, is I that, don't know. 
Oh. Like, what mark did you get on that report? Oh, yeah. Because you, know? you discuss your grades with so many Canadian yeah, it's school always, children. Yeah, that's how nice they <laughs> are. Oh, and they say, like, year one instead of, <laughs> yeah. like, first grade. Are they one of the people that say Z instead of zero? They do, yes. Okay. I, I think, I'd like to think so. And they say budgie instead of bird? I've heard that somewhere. I don't, I don't think that's Canadian. <laughs> no, they it's never say bird. You'll never hear a Canadian <laughs> say bird. Ever. <laughs> you heard it from here first, folks. Um, if you are Canadian, you can let us know <laughs> what's by going on by emailing us. <laughs> emailing us or writing to us on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. So, oh, but we should say what the mayor did. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> with so those, the mayor the contacted like the government authorities uh -huh. and they're like, it's your problem. Like, we're not going to come in. It was one of those sperm whales. It was giant. They're like, you have to deal with your own giant rotting beach carcass and the mayor was like uh what to do and so he's like i know so he listed it on ebay um with the condition that you know if you won you had to take it away which was so amazingly creative um yeah. ebay eventually like shut it down because you can't auction off endangered species uh, even if they're dead note to self I know. <laughs> it was such an amazing idea, like to make someone else take care of it yeah. and they pay you. But that's the kind of to out, deal with your issue. That's the kind of out 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 of the box thinking that makes a person a mayor of Canada <laughs> or whatever. Uh, yeah. 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 So I thought I mean, it was amazing problem solving. I think so too. Yeah. What would a person do with a dead whale? Oh, uh, They've done stuff like there was this really <laughs> terrible thing where they're like, we'll just dynamite it. And oh, oh that can't end well. That, oh, it's it wasn't raining then. It was raining oh. blubber <laughs> and viscera and stuff like so don't dynamite your giant. Wasn't there a Simpsons carcass. There was that? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah there was. <laughs> so don't do that. I, I'm not sure how they deal with it now. I, I feel like could you get like a helicopter or like a tugboat to pull it back into the ocean like they're really heavy. far away i'm no scientist oh. but sperm whales are heavy so yeah. i mean it would take a lot of power to pull that sucker back into the ocean that was my only idea for dealing with it <laughs> just put it back <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, like glittering or anything. It's like a it's giant like sweeping it under the rug. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the world, which is the just ocean, giving back to the ocean its own. Yeah, just get yeah. everyone in town to drag it to the next beach over. <laughs> oh, I like that. It's like you're telling the ocean, like you made this. Now you have to figure <laughs> you out. You deal with it, and the ocean did. Like yeah. a few days later, it, it did um, oh, remove wow. the whale. Oh, oh beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. life finds a way. Process, but that was their fourth uh, beached whale that they had had to deal with. What wow. fourth? Yeah, he's like, I eBay. I don't know. I've ran out of <laughs> <Not> ideas. <again. laughs> All right. Uh, the third thing that happened that's going to need some explanation mm -hmm. is that Bobby sent us a clip <laughs> of Michael Scott showing off a picture of Jim and Pam that he had drawn, <laughs> and underneath the clip, Bobby wrote. Me. Explain, Bobby. I'm still Explain laughing. yourself. I'm still I had no laughing. idea what was going on either. I didn't That's either. why no one commented or said anything. Uh, we are just like, what? I thought you guys just don't respond to me because you're busy or at work. <laughs> Now's your chance. Now's That's your exactly chance. why we don't respond. We're so <laughs> to busy. To be fair, I didn't respond not only because I was confused, but also because I was busy. And so. she hates The Office. So, <laughs> That's like... true. Yeah. It's like Michael Scott at his best. Um... Well, the explanation simply is because 
it's something that I might do. I don't know. He was oh. like, I'm going to give. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. He it, half of the fun is the is the visual aspect of it, because he's like showing this like painting that he made of them. And then he's like, you know, this is I thought I would give them something more personal. And he like shows it. And then he and then yeah, it's it's really good. I I um you know So you feel like you might do something like that. Yeah, yeah. For a wedding given or something. It, when given the chance. All right. I might, yeah, I actually might I might, because what do you get for a person like on their who wedding? Who has everything? You, what do you get well, what do you get for a person who can get anything, vir- virtually anything? Because I mean, most couples, like, they already got it figured out. I mean, there's it's rare when couples are starting out that they have an empty like studio apartment with nothing, you know. They got the toaster, they got the shower curtain, they got the scale, the essentials, you know. <laughs> yeah, they got the shampoo and the conditioner, body wash, everything's oh. yeah. Who would buy? Yeah, so I mean, I'm just giving I would give them something that they don't have the gift of that art. they didn't know they needed, you know. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So. Thank you. Yeah. So that was that's what happened last week. Other stuff happened, but I feel like those are the highlights those are the that highlights. I chose. Yeah. I made a spreadsheet, so that was fun. Yeah. yeah. It was beautiful. I looked at it and I was really impressed at like how specific it was. <laughs> it went into who said what. That's true. <laughs> it was like a weird graph of everything we do. It was great. <laughs> it was like she was like. But also very helpful. <laughs> I couldn't even go. Okay. Even. Okay. I was like this new segment doesn't have enough structure. I can't do. Uh, it was. I'm like it, that. It made me anxious the idea that I would even like putting myself in your shoes and like, like, let's just say I can make a spreadsheet. I don't even know what would I would fill it with. Like, mm. like, cause you had, so you had calming. each person. Aww. So calming. I was like the, like the date it happened, the conversation, <laughs> who said it and a, a summary. I'm oh. kind of like curious if we'll find, um, you know, common trends or something in our yeah. conversation i i think that i might be one of the top posters of like miscellany mm-hmm. and bobby seemed to be the the, the least poster of really of miscellany yeah but I when thought. i put something the, out there anyways mm, it packs a punch. nobody knows what it is and we have to ask <laughs> you about it later really i i would have thought it was me but i guess i'm more talkative than i thought uh mm. yeah We'll have to like look, and then I can make like a bar graph of comments <laughs> per person. Oh per no! Week. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> and suddenly you're working for corporate. <laughs> no! You're working for the man. That's Jennifer's like miscellaneous comments from you. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby, you don't respond to many messages that we send. This is We're your gonna overall have to let trend. You go. <laughs> uh, that's my worst nightmare: is being fired from something I'm fun. I'm fun at. I'm having fun. You're volunteering for like you don't even pay me. Uh, <laughs> You're fun at this. You know, if I was gone, you guys would know it. There would be a huge gaping hole in this thing called dream infringement. I would just like to put that on the I, table. I, oh, this, sorry, the comment that I was gonna have is so is off on like we could have an entire episode about periods. <laughs> 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 yeah, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> what are you going to do that? I'll go to sleep like I usually do. Plays, like, pretend I'm asleep. Yeah. Um, so we didn't choose a group song 
Oh, we didn't. Well, we we played some Korean songs because Bobby was like, "How do you feel about BTS?" And I was like, "True, that's true." Good. Can you get you? uh, I think Pop is a good one. Oh, Oh, Doom Dada or the uh, the one with the the weird flower by something young. Oh yeah, that's a pretty one. Yeah. Yeah. And his English skills are so fun in that one too. Jennifer, in addition to bringing her um, <laughs> her uh. spreadsheet ability to the table, has also brought her love of K-pop, and we've all kind of grown from that experience from <laughs> from hearing all of this K-pop. And so wow. Yeah. And we could see. Uh, Do you want to like say who we are and what the theme is? Since you're next on the oh, who we thing are while we figure out this whole song deal. Oh, okay, yeah. So, um, who we are? Yeah, like it's all written out we? for you. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Who we are? Um, <laughs> you know, like. Oh, uh, okay. I yeah. Have a song, if if, you, oh, yeah. if that is helpful. Yeah, if you have a song, then let's let so it. This rip. is one of the Korean songs we were talking about. It's by Young Jung Jung. Oh, his name's hard to say. Jen Hyung, and it's called Flower. All right. Oh, yeah. They're just discussing my, uh, my wardrobe for today, like they always do during the break. Yep. We have a scale from one to ten where we rate all of bobby's outfits <laughs> one um, being hot ten being not other the way dream around. infringement fashion show i can see how you might be confused <laughs> but oh i thought it was okay that just throws my whole theory out the window <laughs> all right bobby do you want to introduce our theme? The theme i sure do okay so the theme um there's no name for the theme what's there that all is. about it's it's so was there a special name? You just say the name when I announce it. Point. Oh, okay. And then you can read the things. I don't see the the name of the theme though. It's there. Do you know what it is? I don't see it. I'm but not. Do you know what it it's is? A, I know. I know. <laughs> it's theater. It's the okay. theater. Let I us took it away entertain from you. you. Let us make you smile. So a lot of people. Oh no. A lot of people. They like to go to the movies. The whole ritual of it is something that is really special to them. Eating the popcorn, drinking the soda, sitting next to your loved one or a stranger. Whatever the case is, you're in your own world because you're watching someone else's world. Whether that world is on a stage or on a big screen or in the comfort of your own Lazy Boy recliner being streamed from the internet this is something that entertains it evokes feeling it it transports us to a new world with new people um or new animals depending on you know what you're watching fantasy or whatnot so (laughs) again that theme is the theater so it is so we've come up with our own little takes on this theme and we're going to present them to you (laughs) so it was about like theater but then also times when like performances and 
things that like we've been in ourselves just to because my story doesn't have anything to do about an actual theater so okay <laughs> that's yeah no it's it can be loosely interpreted okay so I went to school in this very tiny town. Um, it was K through eighth grade in one school, 3,000 people, no stoplights. Um, and there was this one girl in my grade who was kind of a musical prodigy. And on top of that, she was a massive overachiever. And so the things that she wasn't naturally gifted at, she tackled with this unbeatable determination. And since we were a small school, she sort of created a monopoly, like the sheer scale of her academic achievements just eclipsed everyone because she was also a little charismatic. Most of the teachers loved her. She got along really well with the adults. And so they would consult her. They'd pull her out of class for special projects. They'd, you know, like she was like this sort of weird kid, child, adult hybrid happening. Um, (laughs) I was a poor student. So It's not like she stole my thunder. Like, I could have been a contender if it wasn't for this girl. I, You know, that wasn't the situation. But it was still like living under a shadow. And we had, like, a student of the month ceremony. And it would just be her name, like, over and over every month. And, like, you could tell, like, some teachers were like, you know what? She she has enough, like, privilege. We're going to show the other students some love. You could see some teachers would, like, specifically not pick her to, like, try and encourage the other students. But then there was, like, this other set of teachers that were like, nope, she's still the best, and I refuse to reward anything less than that. And they would just kind of keep every month. They they wouldn't rotate at all. Uh, So she got the (laughs) Snicker bar. Oh, they didn't give us candy. We just got, like, a certificate, and they put your picture on a board. Like, like employee of the month. <laughs> yes, exactly wow. like employee of the month. Um, so in eighth grade, I joined the singing group Melody Makers. Um, oh, wow. And the teacher started teaching us songs to show like what we would be doing. Um, and if you've listened to the past episodes, you probably heard me sing. So, you know, like that I can get by, but like I'm not exceptionally talented. But there was one style of music that I had or like been able to sing even when I was like a little kid, and it was kind of that bluesy style. That so, would have been like the cutest thing ever, oh. <laughs> like little Jennifer singing the blues. Mm. <laughs> my heart. Bring my, it my back. Dad Bring would, it like, back. My dad would get on these kicks, and he'd be like, "You must sing House of the Rising Sun." Oh, oh, you right. know, I was like ten. Oh, my <laughs> house in new orleans yeah. oh my god <laughs> it wasn't dead um, and so the teacher plays the song and we all go to sing it back and so like the other kids were like very like they only had the rhythms so, like they were yeah, very yeah, yeah. straight and i was singing at like the lady where you know they they do like the vibrato and yeah, stuff where yeah. you're like you know they started swing they like yeah swaying to and fro you know doing all the stuff that you're supposed to do and (laughs) i'm i'm beating it clapping right now it's just too good uh and so all of a sudden there was like this disruption in the circumference around me like kids are like staring and rustling and i was like this is good or bad i don't (laughs) this is something and ended up being good um and so the teacher assigned me one half of the solo the other half had had to go to that girl like Mm -hmm. of course um (laughs) 
but it was kind of exciting. I was sharing her limelight. Like who could have foresaw that? That was like unthinkable. Um, So during the rehearsals one time, this one guy was like really trying, it was after rehearsals in regular class and he was really trying to bully me. Like you, you're singing. And he like guffawed and like tried to elbow this other kid. Like, that's funny, right? Since I was like unpopular, like I must sound like a sick camel, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because popular people who have it going on, they they have like beautiful voices, like Beyonce. Of course, that's, that's how Come it works, on. right? In school, yeah, those are the rules. Yeah, um, and like this one kid just like stared at him and was like, "No, she's good," and like shut it down. What? The guy was like all like, "Oh, you know," it made him awkward. You should have like dropped one of those like fog pills. <laughs> and then disappeared (laughs) it was so wonderful to be like finally something someone can't bully me about um so the day of the performance super nervous um vocally did great um but i had no stage presence like physically i just kind of froze up and was like very stiff but you know it's my first time doing that you're also like 10 (laughs) yeah no this was eighth grade okay 14 (laughs) that's the difference i know and so like after the performance this this woman I didn't know, she like kind of furtively came up to me and she was like, your voice, it gave me chills. And then she like looked over her shoulder to make sure no one was in earshot. And she's like, I thought you did much better than that other girl, but don't tell anyone I said this. Oh man. And then she like scampered away. (laughs) Like she was frightened. Yeah. I was like, oh. (laughs) She was like, went into hiding. She did. Like, (laughs) we mustn't let her know. (laughs) It was like a witness protection program thing after that. (laughs) Thereafter. Um, Because, like, in school, like, they always force you to compete at things with your peers. And I'm terrible at a lot of things. And so I was always, like, being forced to compete in things that I was for sure going to fail at. And so you begin to feel like a failure because I wasn't able to, like, choose my battles. So. Everything felt like so right. Um, like finally, like for once, something came natural. It was easy, and it was just like amazing to be able to have something that I could feel like comfortable about, not so like awkward and like have that kind of self-hating thing that that happens to you in school. So mm-hmm. that was my my thing. That's um, really nice. <laughs> so the song that I picked is kind of the one that we sort of saying but it was like a very watered down like melody with like a lot of other songs in it mm-hmm. uh i forgot what that is called when they do that medley it was a medley, medley. Oh, song. Yeah. Medley. oh yeah 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 um so it was the birth of the blues and i found like two versions that were good this one's got by your first choice gloria oh, lynn yeah. yeah gloria lynn Um, that may be a little too much blues. <laughs> she's she's really like <laughs> no, losing it up. No, there's never enough. Never mm. enough. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So I have something. And here it is. I've gotten myself into a lot of pickles accidentally. There was that time I accidentally almost bought a banjo. There was that time I accidentally volunteered to draw the portraits of half the students in my fourth grade class. <laughs> but this time, I'll tell you how I accidentally landed myself the role of a lifetime. Well, the role of a lifetime for, from a seventh grader's perspective. It was spring, 
and the scent of new beginnings filled the air. I had just discovered dormant athletic abilities that I used obsessively. If there was an opportunity to, to hurt a man, dormant again. <laughs> they like a chicken they, they come out have. every every. Yeah, they did. They did. Cycle of years. It'll come are they, out soon. You're like an. Are you like an active volcano of mm-hmm. sports? He's in his dormant phase, and he's gonna erupt with sports. <laughs> Yes. Oh dear. <laughs> if there was an opportunity to hurt a male classmate under the guise of playing sports, I took that opportunity and relished it. I had just finished my lunchtime ritual of pulverizing middle schoolers when I followed a group of students that joined an even larger group in the cafeteria. Folding chairs were lined to mimic an audience. Kids were reading something in front of everyone, then quickly taking their seat. I was given a slip of paper and deduced I should follow suit. I read word for word, the four sentences that would serve as the proverbial nails to my coffin. See, the four sentences were lines. Lines to a play. A play that I was auditioning for. An audition for the lead role. A role which I got. I would play the prince. I would dress like a prince. I would have to memorize and deliver a prince's lines. And as a prince, I would kiss the princess. That's right, a kissing part. As a 12-year-old boy with raging hormones, you think I would have said, please and thank you. But this terrified me. The play was a bad take on Rapunzel. It was so close it might as well have been Rapunzel, but the drama teacher didn't need that kind of heat from the copyright feds, I assume. <laughs> the princess was a girl if, uh, that, was played, that I had paid no mind to. All I knew of her was her name was Laurel, and she was one of the smarter kids in class. This was overshadowed by one other thing. See, my middle school had some deaf kids, so each role was also played by a sign language interpreting doppelganger. My doppelganger was a blonde 7th grade girl. I respected the drama teacher for her progressive casting, but this girl in Prince Drag would be on me like white on rice. She would be next to me through the whole show, including the smooch scene. I would have to block her out. The day of the play arrived, And up until then, we had replaced the act of a kiss with the words. And then we kiss. I had no idea what I'd do for the grand finale. So they didn't make you kiss every time you did? No, they didn't. No. (laughs) I had no... All of it just seemed so stressful. Yeah. (laughs) And frankly, I was okay with pretending that it would never happen. My wardrobe would serve as the perfect distraction. When I unzipped the dry cleaning cover... It revealed a very puffy number, complete with a skirt that ended mid-thigh and had a slit down the middle front, which I safety-pinned closed to save the audience of mixed parents and grandparents and younger siblings from getting more than their admission ticket had promised them. The scene arrived. Are you sure you were wearing it right? (laughs) I don't. (laughs) Backwards. I don't know. Um, The scene arrived where the princess hair would keep princess's hair would keep growing uncontrollably unless I broke the spell with a kiss. I walked up to her and I delivered my final line, paused to allow my interpreter to finish and leaned in. And just before the kiss, time stopped. I imagined the audience chanting, kiss her, kiss her. Grandmas and grandpas, moms and dads (gasps) chanting, kiss her, kiss her. They were demanding action. 12-year-old action. They were demanding (laughs) action, and this made me righteously (laughs) indignant. Why was the school so obsessed with kids kissing? I would take a stand. I wasn't going to give the masses what they so desperately wanted. So with Laurel's eyes closed and her lips puckered, I leaned in and I hugged her. 
and with that hug, the spell was broken. The play was over, everyone cheered, and I was relieved. So the song that I chose um, is by Pearl Jam, and it's called Last Kiss. Enjoy. to a rough middle school <laughs> <laughs> he's telling us some crazy stories yeah <laughs> but you'll have to wait for another theme crazy stories <laughs> from the those. schoolyard uh, yeah. yeah we could have done back to school this week since kids are starting school <laughs> but we could, we could next week our kid is one of them <laughs> yeah yeah, we could next week. Back to school? Like theme? how it went? You yeah. Sh- oh, can you interview Weston like before and after his Ooh. first day? Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, idea. this is a first. We have officially agreed on a theme for next week. You already know it. Yeah. Back to school. I'm sure Jennifer is so excited. Wait, what? Because we have a plan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, actually, I really am. <laughs> she is. Look at her. Yay. She's just suddenly like, yeah, she's about. To, she, does this make you want to break out in song? Mm-hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting. I, I, my brain doesn't think that fast. I'm like, so the song is like, we have a plan for next week. We have a plan for next week. Now like real we musical. know our theme. We're going to interview Weston. <laughs> Your song goes along with one of my stories. I'm going to make a spreadsheet. <laughs> Ooh. So much excitement. Can't yes. handle it. Mm-hmm. Well, the sound mm-hmm. of your laughter filling the studio reminds me of the only thing I could think of for this performance bit. Mm-hmm. And part of that is because I have never performed on a stage. Just what never done it. The viola thing with the rock violinist <laughs> oh, guy. Yeah. That was on, on a stage because you were almost falling off of it. So a stage I, was involved. Yeah, that's true. I have a horrible memory. Okay. Just, let her, <laughs> just let her lie to the listeners. Just let us remember for you. <laughs> yeah. That never happened in my... Jennifer can make a spreadsheet of all your memories. Oh, <laughs> and you can reference it. Yeah, alphabetical, thematic, <laughs> chronological. Like, okay, dreams, dreams, dreams. I'm picturing like the first line, Adara... <laughs> Your birthday, and then it just says <laughs> bored. <laughs> but I did always have kind of a dream for what I wanted to do if I were to be a famous person who was on stages, or even a not famous person who was on stages. Because there are actually are a ton of that. Yeah, way <laughs> they more want of that, to actually. be famous. So yeah. Um. And that is that I always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. I have really enjoyed stand-up, and I totally love making people laugh or trying to make people laugh and failing. <laughs> no matter what it is, I enjoy humor, and I make myself laugh a lot, sometimes more than I make other people laugh. But it's their loss, really. <laughs> you're your own audience and your own biggest fan and also your own heckler get off the stage <laughs> hmm. so now as a more grown-up person thinking about this i kind of thought about what my starting off like five minute set would be in the first minute i would walk out 
put my bottle of water on. I'm thinking more like in a coffee shop with okay. like ten people who are kind of there for entertainment. <laughs> put my bottle of water on the stool that's arranged next to the mic, but you're not actually allowed to sit on. Mm-hmm. Um, grab the mic have it in my hand, and start off by saying something like, you know, my least favorite part of doing these things is the fact that you all get to look at me and judge me, but I have to be focused on being funny for you so I don't get to look at you and judge you. So instead of being funny, I'm just going to take about 15 seconds, stare at all of you, laugh a little bit, and then go back to what I'm doing. So you get to start off equalizing. You're like, I could just imagine everyone naked, like they say you should do to like get over nerves, but I'm just gonna reverse it and judge you instead. Nice, nicely done. And after that, I would start talking about what they probably noticed about me while I gave them 15 awkward sentence seconds to stare at me. Mm-hmm. That being that I'm tall, and I wear heels, so. I'm even taller than tall. As a 6'4 person, you tend to get noticed. And in my experience, the people who notice me the most are short, older women with single sons. Mm. That's good. This is good material. (laughs) (laughs) Already, I'm anticipating the laughter. (laughs) And then my next couple minutes would be about the interactions I've had with older women at stores or in the park who have stopped me and tried to set me up with their sons or just had lengthy, deep conversations with me, the women who have demanded that I crouch or sit down so that we can be at eye level. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have thought you'd be like an older lady magnet. But oddly, I didn't expect this correlation. Like, I want to know the science. I want to like, I wanted to to be broke down. (laughs) And then I would finish off with one of my favorite stories from my time in assisted living, which is that as a uh, caregiver, not as a patient. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Forming a connection between how older ladies love me and my time working with a lot of older ladies and one of my favorites who I really did love dearly but she would do this thing at night where she would hide in the hallways wearing like a long dark gray robe that had kind of a hood and she had a totally shaved head. Was she a Jedi? <laughs> Scary. Was she? <laughs> I oh, think she man. might have been a Jedi. Wait, did she say anything about midi-chlorians? That would be the giveaway. You know, she might have. <laughs> um, Problem solved. And she would be so still that the motion detector lights wouldn't pick her up. So I would be walking down the hallway off to like do some part of my job and hear a weird crinkling sound come out of the darkness. And as I would round the corner, (laughs) I would find her with the lights still flickering on from the motion sensors, just chewing on crackers. And then she would hiss at me and run away. (laughs) This is fantastic. (laughs) 
Well, there's my job. The the imagery that I'm getting (laughs) in my brain is amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I would hiss into the microphone and walk off stage. (laughs) Grabbing my water bottle as I left. I love it. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds great. You have a very solid five minute stand up. You do. You do. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah. I've been working on it. So I didn't actually choose a song for this, but I will play you the last song that I was playing on my drive to the studio. Please do. Which is Airbag by Radiohead. Oh, I love that one. You could have made it work. All right. Well, unlike Bobby's story, I this is a this is a story about how I actually tried really hard to be in a play. And it didn't work out. She so, actually uh, read this to me and then I was like, Do you want to hear mine? <laughs> oh. I didn't realize right. it was so, yeah. So each year at my elementary school, the fifth and sixth graders would put on a play that was directed by our school music teacher. I didn't have the best history with my music teacher. She yelled a lot. Um, she wouldn't pray. She wouldn't press stop on the tape player and then rewind. She would just push rewind, and we would have to listen to the tape squeal as she found the right spot. It was horrible. <laughs> um, one day she yelled at me for moving my harpsichord while she was talking, <laughs> and I went home crying. And my mom called the principal. Uh, this didn't in, uh, stop me from enjoying music class. I was determined, and I tried out for the school play when I got into fifth grade. It was a play about Little Miss Muffet, a play that I have Googled and Googled, and I think our music teacher made it up because I can't find any information on it. It's just a nursery rhyme song, right? (laughs) No, it's an entire play. It was a whole play. Oh, wow. Um, So I had high hopes of being the lead. For my tryouts, I sang It's a Small World. Felt like I killed it, but I did not. The popular girl in school got to be Miss Muffet, and I didn't even get to go on the stage. I was in the gypsy chorus offstage. I tried to make the character of No Name Gypsy my own by wearing a cool skirt and a jingly belt. Aww. I knew there'd always be next year. Sixth grade came around and our music teacher had us watch Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella. This was to be our school play and I signed up for auditions and when the time came, I sang Old Faithful round two of It's a Small World. It's a small world. This time I set my sight slightly lower. I had no interest in the lead role of Cinderella. I felt I was born to play an evil stepsister. Mm. I practiced their songs in the shower and sang at the top of my lungs in my backyard. And then the day came, we found out who was cast in the school play. I didn't get the role of stepsister. Um, My music teacher cast me in the humble role of stage manager. That's a weird power trip that teachers (laughs) totally ride. I do. I'm sorry. I do. I feel like she was intentionally not putting me on the stage. I don't know if it was because I had told on her she was getting back at me in some way. Maybe she didn't like my rendition of It's a Small World. (laughs) Um, Cinderella was, again, played by the most popular girl in school. Incidentally, her name is also Emily. Oh, um, salt in the but wind. I had some power because I was in control of the tape deck and uh. I absolutely pushed the stop button before I rewound the tape <laughs> so no one would have to hear the awful screeching. 
not while I was in charge. Nice. So I'm going to play The Stepsisters Lament um, by <laughs> Pat Carroll and Barbara Rook. It's the Roger and Hammerstein's version. So if I get it up here, then you shall hear it. I love that you found a small way to like get a victory <laughs> over the evil character in this story. Yeah. And I like how you were like, um, like taking like some artistic like, you know, you just you were I was, like, I was doing my best. Yeah. Why should a fellow want a girl like her, a frail and fluffy beauty? Hey, you guys, that is it. Don't forget to find us on Instagram, Facebook, and now Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And just search Dream Infringement. Super easy, all the way around. Listen, enjoy, review. Um, you can also check out kskq.org for info about the station and other shows and for the opportunity to support community radio, which I think... We all should want to do. Yeah. This community radio is so cool. And it's brought us to you. <laughs> that's exciting. Anyway, that's all the time we have. But thank you so much for listening. And I hope you keep listening to One World Mini Songs. We love you. Bye. Bye. See you in Later a hot home. minute. So why is the fellow going crazy?